Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? So I wouldn't say that this is like some big substantial way of growing this week necessarily, but in the last like three weeks or so, work has been very stressful. Um, and I've just been having a hard time, honestly, managing my stress around it and being at work and feeling so incredibly busy and like I don't have enough time to do everything and all of that. And so I had therapy this past Friday and she knows that I've been like stressed about work, like basically since we came back from winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like filling her in on everything that was going on. I was like, honestly, like everything else in my life is going well. So that's great that there aren't like multiple different types of stressors happening right now. But yeah, work has just been crazy. And in my head, the way I've been thinking about this is like, oh, I'm just feeling really burnt out, which is like a really common thing in helping professions. I mean, really probably any type of profession. I'm sure people experience burnout, but she asked me if I had ever heard of something called moral injury. And I was like, no, I haven't. She was like, because that's what this sounds like to me more than burnout. And so basically it's when the way that the systems are set up are not working for people. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. That more than I'm just feeling like exhausted from work or whatever, it's that because the way that things are set up, I'm required to do more than I'm actually capable of doing. And then therefore I don't feel like I'm doing it well, which causes me like very much real pain Mm -hmm. because I want to be able to do a good job. And I also know that I'm capable of doing a good job in all of my roles. I just, because I have so many roles, I like literally like don't have the capacity to accomplish all the things that I'm required to accomplish in a work week. Like it just isn't possible. Yeah. I, I think It's been interesting for me hearing you be so stressed out because in my corporate brain, I'm like, okay, well, when, when things like this happen, you go to your manager and talk about like what to do and like how to handle things and what can be delegated or what can not be done. And that's just not doable in a school system. Like that's not something that you can do. (laughs) Like everything needs to be done. And there's no delegating. So especially because the whole system is overloaded right now. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like there literally aren't more people to do this. And that's what I need. Like I need another human being to help me accomplish the things that I'm required to do. And yeah, I don't know. It was just really interesting. And I think it felt very validating because I was like, no, this does cause me like very much a physical stress and a mental pain to not be able to do my job the way that I want to be able to do it in the way that I know I'm capable of doing it if I had more time or if I... Or if it's a reasonable amount for them to expect from you. Right. If I had less responsibilities, then I could absolutely do a good job. And so I was telling her, you know, I had this really bad night a couple weeks ago where I was just like, it was just kind of like coming to a head of like, I'm so exhausted and I'm so overwhelmed. And I was like Googling like, how do you be more organized? Like, how do you, like, I'm like, maybe, you know, I'm taking it so personal of like, how do I 
be better so that I can, because I'm obviously, I'm not crushing it. So I must, I need to change something about the way I'm doing things. Mm -hmm. And so having that conversation was like, no, I'm doing everything that I possibly can. The system needs to change because this just like, isn't sustainable for anybody. Like, yeah. So that's been, it's been a helpful like mindset shift, but she was saying, she was like, so like, what do you do from here? And I was like, well, I could absolutely talk to my supervisor and just let her know that like, this isn't sustainable. I'm exhausted. I don't know what to do. So at least there's like more of an awareness, but I was like, I think I've been putting off having that conversation because it feels like a personal failure because it feels like I'm admitting yeah. like, hey, I am not capable of handling all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And even though if I heard any other person on the planet say like, I'm doing this, this, and this, I would be like, whoa, that's way too much for anybody to handle. For myself, I'm like, even though my logical brain is like, this is true, my emotional anxiety, shame brain or whatever is like, really? You can't do it? Yeah. I think that's so normal though. Just thinking about how Anytime we have any problems with anything, it's like, okay, well, let me figure out how to change myself mm -hmm. to be better than the problem, to fix the problem. Totally. And sometimes the problem is just a problem and that's all you can do. Like, yeah. you can't be better than the problem. Yeah, totally. So that's been good. That's been a good shift. And so I'm like going into this week being like, okay, like you need to, you need to talk to your supervisors because – yeah. You're running yourself into the ground and making yourself feel crazy when like it's not a you problem, it's a system problem. Right. Um so and I have several other friends and family members who are in the school system and you are definitely not the only one that yeah. this is happening to. <laughs> Everybody's feeling it for sure. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, what about you? Well, I'm glad that you are growing and handling things because I feel like I'm not. I'm just here. It's not a growth week. <laughs> it's a rest week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. So we are going to talk about pets today, which is really cute and exciting. I Honestly, the most exciting thing is that we're going to be posting pics of our pets. Obviously. I'm going to have to exciting. get some glamour shots of the girls. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. get, them all, get them all dressed up. <laughs> Did you ever do like glamour shot pics or whatever like when you were a kid like your did your parents ever take you to get professional photos done? yes mm -hmm. i wouldn't necessarily call them glamour shots like they weren't really embarrassing pictures but we definitely did have professional pictures okay my grandmother goggy i don't know if my parents like signed off on this or if this is just something she would do whenever i was with her but i have this one like image in my mind of her like taking me to go get professional photos done and I feel like I had on like a lot of makeup oh boy <laughs> like my hair was curled and I was probably like six or seven like definitely had like a bowl cut that they tried to curl nice um yeah I'm gonna have to see if my mom can find it and take a picture of it for me because it's really good but we we had some pictures done like family photos when I was little but it wasn't like a recurring thing that we did yeah. I mean, some of them are really funny. Thank Mine were like pretty tame though. So I'm glad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shamala. She uh, kept it classy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, who was your first pet? What was your first pet? My first pet was a wild cat that my dad tamed. Her name was Spooky. 
because I was five when we got her. Yeah, that's a great cat <laughs> name, though. <laughs> I mean, she was black and white, so it made sense. But I wanted you to say that you had the foresight to name it Miley as somebody who can't be tamed. But, oh, boy. Um, but Spooky's good. Mm-hmm. Was Spooky an indoor cat, outdoor cat? She was an outdoor cat. And actually, all of our pets growing up were outdoor pets because my dad didn't really believe in animals inside, which I know that I think that sounds kind of crazy to people who especially live in a city and like, of course, your pets live inside with you. But I don't know. We lived in a small town. And I mean, logically, animals do live outside. Like, it's totally possible for them to live outside. So most animals do. (laughs) Yeah. So we had several cats growing up. I think occasionally they would come in and like hang out, but most of the time they were outside. And then we got a dog when I was in middle school and she was inside a little bit, but mostly outside. Okay. Did it stress you out to have outdoor animals? It. I never really thought it was weird because that was just the way we grew up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, then when I got older and like there were friends of mine who had animals that lived inside, I was like, hmm, it's different. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I will say that, you know, there's pros and cons to whichever way you do it, but yeah. we did, we lost a few cats, which I think is kind of standard. But also now that I'm an adult, we've had, well, I'll just go ahead and tell you before, since Seb and I have gotten together, we had at one point two cats and two dogs. And one of our cats acted like a dog and wanted to go outside all the time. Like she Mm -hmm. loved being outside. And I'm not the kind of person that if a cat wants to go outside, I'm not going to stop them. That's to me, that's crazy. So we let her outside. She loved it. And for years, that was fine. And we did end up losing her. Like one day, she just didn't come home. Um, So that was sad. But like, also, while it is sad, I still wouldn't have changed my decision on that. So I think, you know, you got to make your own choices for what you think is best for your pets. Yeah. And like, death is very much a part of life. And I feel like probably most people's first experience with death is through a pet dying, probably. Mm -hmm. Yep. Especially if you have a fish. Oh, yeah. They don't don't live very long. long. What about you? What was your first pet? My first pet that I think I was like alive for technically that I have like very vague memories of was a golden retriever named Hazel. I think that was her name. (laughs) (laughs) I will get corrected by my sisters for sure um, because they definitely have more memories of her. So yeah, we we had Hazel and then we had a bunch of random pets. Like my sister Sarah had a snake. Wow, that's fun. I don't I don't have a memory of that snake and I'm like terrified of snakes. So oh boy. <laughs> I would have I don't maybe it comes from him. I'm not sure. I don't remember what its name was. And then she had a bird named Jake. What kind of bird was it, do you know? <laughs> I think it was like a cockatiel. Okay. And one time Jake was loose in the house and <laughs> He got stuck. We had these like in one of in the living room, we had these um, like built in high like bookcase things, but there was a gap behind them between the wall and the bookcase. Mm -hmm. And they were like really high up. Like I, I would say probably at least 20 feet. 
and he got stuck back there and, oh, like, no. couldn't, and couldn't fly out. Like there was like a, I think there was like a little bit of a ledge or something, but the space wasn't big enough for him to like flap his wings. <gasps> and so it was like a real big to do because we were like, he'll die back there. Right. If we can't get him out. And so, oh gosh, I don't, I know they got him out. I think my dad had to like cut a hole in it or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It was something, it was a whole thing. I'll have to ask my mom and I'll provide an update at a, in a later <laughs> later episode. I'm sure everybody wants to know how how he got out. And then I had a bunny. I think bunnies are so cute. It's just the cage situation. I know. And the cleaning I mean, the cage. They're so smelly. And like now, I'm like, well, I don't think I would ever let – like if I had decided to have kids, I would never let them have a bunny. I'd be like, I feel like bunnies just need to be outside unless I lived on a farm or something. Well, they also like, live a lot longer than you would think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we got rid of them. Its name was Molly. I think I named her Molly. Yeah. And then my sister Martha got one too and named it Twitcher because its nose twitched. Mm. And one day we were like, oh – they probably want to be friends. So we put them in a cage. Oh, sheet. no. Oh, it was really bad. Yeah. It was literally terrifying. They just started like fighting. Up. Yeah. It was really, really bad. I don't think either of them was like seriously injured or anything, but it was so – like I'll never forget that memory because I was so scared. Um, My only real experience with bunnies is that when I first met Seb, his – best friend and mm-hmm. his wife had two and first of all they were not really friends so that was a thing um yeah. but also we were playing mario kart one night and i had the controller in my hand and zach threw one of their rabbits on my lap and i was like oh my god he's so cute and i go to like pet the bunny and he's like don't touch him and i'm like why would you put a rabbit in my lap that i cannot touch that is right. so dangerous right what <laughs> yeah he wasn't the nicest i don't think that one oh bunny yeah bunnies are really cute but yeah i don't know how nice they are yeah i just don't think they're an easy pet to have yeah um we also had some hamsters, I think, at one point, or maybe gerbils, one of those. And then I also had a mini shark. What? And it only – its name was Jaws Jr., obviously. It's like super <laughs> okay, so with Jaws yeah, here is little. where yeah. everything started. It all started, yeah. I was big into the Jaws franchise when I was very young. Still – I mean, still am a huge yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I had a little baby shark named Jaws Jr., and he only lived for like five days because he wouldn't eat. Oh, no. And so like whatever food we had for him, I would like put it in there and he wouldn't eat. And then finally after like two or three days, we were like, okay, well, we went like back to the pet store and got a different food. But like b- the food that we got was like fine for him, but he mm-hmm. like just wouldn't eat it. And then we got a different one and he did start eating it, but I think it was too late. Oh, no. It was really sad. Poor Jaws. Jaws Jr. <laughs> Rest in peace. Did you have any, like, pets that were not a dog or cat ever? I don't think so. Do you remember ever wanting one? I don't think so. I Like, I don't remember. I really wanted a dog, and I felt like it took forever for us to finally get a dog. My dad did not want to get a dog, I don't think. So we finally got one when I was in, like, seventh grade, and it was a really big deal. Did you get to pick the dog out? No. She 
was half retriever, half lab, and came from some family friends, I think from Florida. Like, I think we got her all the way from Florida. But I think them picking, like, what kind of dog we were going to get, it was a little bit of a, like, we got to find the right thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got another golden retriever that I, like, really remember. I think I was probably in, I don't know, like, fourth grade, maybe fifth grade, something like that, Um, named Salty. And I have this memory that I don't know if it's real or not, but I remember just like going into the laundry room and like there she was. <laughs> and she was the best, man. Yeah, yeah. We, she was a really, really sweet dog. We had her until like she, I think she died when I was in college. So we had her for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. She was like 12 or something. She was a really, really sweet dog. I have this theory that your first dog is always like the best one. Because Riley was, like, yeah. a really good dog. She was very sweet and so smart, like, super smart. Do you think we – that kids have that – It like, it let's, let's say that that's true. That theory is true. Do you think it's because, as a kid, like, you don't really have to take care of the dog that much? Like, no. Well, at least in our case, that wasn't the – that wasn't it. Because it's not that we didn't – I don't think my parents took on like a lot, a lot, but they definitely made us be responsible. Like we weren't allowed to eat dinner until the dog was fed. That was the rule. So like we had responsibilities at that point. Also, because she lived mostly outside, we didn't walk her because she was just in the yard. And that's actually how our dogs have been forever. Like I've never had a dog that I had to walk. So that I, I think that actually takes like a huge amount of the responsibility off of everybody. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. That was the reason. So the two dogs we have now, for everybody listening, they were originally, they lived with my parents. We They got them when I was in college, I think sophomore and junior year. And I always said that when I grew up, became an adult, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would take the dogs from them and they would be my dogs. And for a while, I was in a townhouse and I kind of wanted to take them then, but Seb was like, no, like we need a yard. So we yeah. waited till we were in the house we're in now with a big yard. And that's when we brought them up. So again, we've never had to walk them. How old are they? Clementine is 12 and Izzy's 11. Okay. Gosh, they have so much energy. They do. They're like, I will say Clementine is definitely slowing down. Like the last year she had a knee injury. It's she's, I can tell she's slowing down, but they're both pretty energetic for the old ladies they are. Yeah. The little golden girls. Mm -hmm. They're both very sweet. The other dog that we had, and I can't believe I even forgot because she was such a good dog. Her name was Gracie. She was a Sheltie. And we had her in between Hazel and Salty. And she didn't, she got hit by a car when she was like maybe two years old. So we didn't have her for very long, but she was a really, really good dog. She was super sweet. She didn't lick you. Yeah. We all appreciated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And just, yeah, it was like very gentle and like well behaved and whatnot. She was good. Yeah. I, our first dog, Riley, got hit by. A police car, we think. <gasps> yeah. And there was like stop? a there was a police chase through our neighborhood and she didn't really go in the road, but we think that she must have been in the patch of grass that was like near the road. Yeah. And that one of the cars like wasn't on the road. I don't know. I don't really remember the specifics, but it's pretty crazy. Oh, she was so she sad. was on the older side, so it wasn't like terribly it was just a little 
abrupt, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. That's really sad. I also begged my parents for probably like seven straight years for a puppy when we had, we, it was when we, we had salty and then I wanted a puppy so badly and I would ask for it for my birthday, for Christmas, for Valentine's Day, like any opportunity that I was like, they're going to give me a gift. I would be like, can it be a puppy? Mm -hmm. And when I was, I want to say 15, they gave me a puppy. Oh my gosh. What a great present. It was, but I did not like this dog. What? (laughs) I know. It was really terrible. I think it was must, I don't really know why I, it was a really small dog and I'm like such Mm. a big dog person Yeah, or like at least medium size. Um, I named him Murray after Chad Michael Murray, obviously (laughs) (laughs) the love of my life in in my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And he really was cute. And then, oh, I remember what happened. Okay. This is so funny and terrible, but he was cute. He was a shit too. Mm-hmm. and named him Murray. And then I don't know. I didn't have him for that long. Like, I don't even know if I had him for a full year before we like sold him to somebody else. But he went to get a haircut. And, <laughs> and the person there, whenever they were like telling my mom, like what the different settings on the like razor thing are or whatever, they mixed up the numbers when they told her. And so, like, we wanted his hair to stay, like, pretty – like, on the longer side. Mm -hmm. And whatever they told my mom was the opposite of what it ended up being. And so, my mom thought that she was, like, getting him a haircut that was, like, oh, his hair will still be fairly long, whatever. Brings it back. He's, like, totally shaved. Oh, my God. (laughs) He looked so weird. I mean, I think those dogs look kind of weird with long hair. So, I can't imagine one bald. Oh my God. So yeah, he looked so weird. We like could not stop laughing. And then, yeah, I don't know. I just like didn't, I, you know, he was cute and whatever. And he was like, not a bad dog by any means. I just like did not bond with him. And so we ended up selling him because my parents were like, well, listen, if you don't want this dog, like we're not (laughs) taking on the extra responsibility of doing that. So we sold him in like literally a day, like put an ad in the paper and he was gone like that day. Wow. And then... The other dog that we got that we had for a long time, and he actually just passed away this this last year, is a dog that I got from the Humane Society. My mom and I have very different stories about how this dog came into our lives. Um, she remembers incorrectly. <laughs> just let me just put it on the record. <laughs> She's wrong. Um, but I was volunteering one summer at the Humane Society. I think my like junior year of high school. And she says that I volunteered one day and then brought a dog home. <laughs> and that is just simply inaccurate. Okay. I, Maybe it felt to her like one day, but it wasn't yeah. actually one day. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like long, but it was not a day. And so I am pretty sure that what actually happened, I volunteered like three times and I think fell in love with this dog really quickly. His name was Gallagher, which is a really great dog name also. And he was like an Australian shepherd, like mix of some sort. He was like one, I think when we adopted him and I (laughs) came home being like, Oh, there's just cute dog, whatever. I think it was like three weeks 
until we like actually brought him home. And I paid, I paid for his $75 fee or like whatever. I paid mm-hmm. for it with my own money. And yeah, I think I brought him home like three weeks later. My mom does <laughs> not think that's true. But anyway, he was really sweet. He was, he did chew up a fair amount of things. Um, in the early days of his life. <laughs> yeah, Clementine was like that too. She was really bad about chewing. And it was funny because I think that my mom, again, with my theory, my mom got spoiled with our first dog because she was just yeah. a really, really good dog. Mm-hmm. And then Clementine is a very high energy dog. She's half Weimaraner, half Black Lab. And so she's big and mm-hmm. high energy. And they yeah. weren't like... I- I think I don't think they were giving her enough attention or exercise. So yeah. she would just chew. She would chew everything. She would chew the shingles on the top of the doghouse. She knocked one of my dad's coffee cups off of his car and chewed it up. It was crazy. Didn't she most recently like eat an ornament? Actually, I thought that she had chewed that up, but I actually found it under a table. Like it got knocked oh, off okay. the Christmas tree and like landed under a random table that wasn't really close to the tree got it got it got it okay well i'm good i'm glad to hear that because i was right yeah she ate an ornament (laughs) yeah which i think probably yeah probably most people would be like oh she ate an ornament you should take her to the vet but her stomach is iron like she has eaten so many things and they just like it's always fine so that's the good thing about big dogs is like they just can pass like yeah yeah she has eaten like a dishcloth Mm -hmm. that came right out it's been it's been fine out. <laughs> yeah yeah i i remember like my cell phone got chewed up but in my eyes i was like now great i'll just are, get a new cell phone yeah, my parents are gonna buy me a new cell phone awesome. they were probably so mad yeah they definitely were but i upgraded to a blackberry after that so i was like thanks wow. gal pretty <laughs> watch look good looking out <laughs> Um, he did chew up my sister's diploma, but it was replaceable, you know, like we bought another one for $25 and it was fine. Yeah. I'm sure he chewed up lots of other things. Those are the two like highlights that I remember. I do think that every even really good dog has like one trait that's just very annoying. Like Clementine chews Mm -hmm. things sometimes, but she's, she's really a lot better than she used to be. Mostly it's like if cardboard gets left out, then she'll chew that up. Okay. But... Izzy, little stinker. She's half lab, half retriever, and she's the wiggliest. She is. She's she very just excitable. Will wiggle her, yeah, wiggle her little tush all over the place, and it's so cute. Also, she's just very likable. Like most people, fall in love with her very quickly. Like it's yeah. it's pretty easy to love her. But she is yeah. so annoying recently because she's little Houdini. and we have a fence, and she has found every single hole in that fence, and. To the point where at this point recently, like in the last week, yeah. Seb has double reinforced all of the places that she gets out because she kept getting through still, even after he reinforced them the first time. And this weekend, she has figured out how to bounce open the gate to the fence so that she can get out the gate. <gasps> she's such a little smarty pants. Except she's not. She's kind of dumb. <laughs> so I'm like, how is it that this is the one talent that you have right it's so oh, annoying man. because what she Where does, does she is even she, go she loves to explore she always comes back so i'm not like worried about it that much i am a little worried about her bothering our neighbors but yeah. typically this is the really annoying part about it typically is 
we have a creek in the backyard. Like, mm-hmm. our property line is well past our fence. And at the bottom of our yard, there's a creek. And she goes and rolls in the mud. And I'm – so she comes back dirty and smelly. And I'm yeah. like – this is so annoying because I end up having to like either wash her or at least hose her off like several times a month. Totally. Oh so. gosh. That's really funny though. That is annoying that she keeps getting out, but that's amazing that she's just like persevering. She's like, Oh, you're going to double reinforce that? Whatever. I'll figure out how to open this. Right. Day. Yeah. Can't understand where we are when we call her from somewhere. She's like, where are sure. you? But she can figure out how to open the gate on the fence. That's really funny. Yeah. She also is afraid of storms. I would say that's another pretty annoying um, mm, trait of yeah. hers because she actually tore up one of our doors when she was afraid of a storm and it was oh, a whole man. thing. Yeah. But I've discovered for any of you pet parents out there that can't figure out how to what to do about their pets who are afraid of storms, she calms down if I play music. So that's like my go-to move. Yeah. That's a hot tip. Yeah. It's I really weird, but it so works. Scared. Yeah. Yeah. What is like an ideal amount of pets for you? Like, do you wish you had more right now? Do you think three is good? So when we had two dogs and two cats, I was like, I feel like this is a really good amount of animals. Like, I like having two of each. It feels very like balanced. Seb and I both have one that we can like love on at the same time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's good. I will say though, at this point... I'm getting a little tired of the dog hair. So I think that once Clementine and Izzy make their graceful exit, we might take a second before we get more. But I do think I I feel good about the four. So I don't want to add another cat while Artemis is still here. She is a tortoise calico. She's eight. She's also just very particular and never really loved having a sister. Okay. I talk about getting a cat all the time because I want my own because she's very much Seb's cat. Yeah. But I don't think I would actually do that to her. So I feel like we'll probably phase out all of our current pets and then get in two sets, like two dogs and two cats, because I don't see any point in raising like kittens or puppies at like four different times. That doesn't make sense to me. So. Yeah. Whenever um, Taylor and I got Millie, there was a boy puppy that like at one had not been adopted. I think even when we were, when we went to go pick her out and we like talked about it really briefly of like, Oh, should we just get two? We were like, no, that might be too hard. Like blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, why didn't we just get two? (laughs) Why didn't we do that? Yeah. Because now all the time we're like, you know, I would love to have another dog and would love for Millie to like have a, a playmate, but we live in an apartment having a puppy that has to go to the bathroom all the time. And also like when we want to travel, it's super easy to get people to watch Millie because she's four and she's a good dog and she's trained and like all of that stuff. Yeah. But asking people to watch a puppy <laughs> is such a different ball game. So I feel like, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the next time we get a dog, I'm going to be like, should we just go ahead and get two and get, have three dogs? I mean, I'm a big advocate for having more than one dog because they love each other and like play together. It's so nice because I'm never having to be out there. I mean, of course I do sometimes, but I don't have to go out and like engage them and play and stuff because they have each other. They do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean, I wish you had told me like five years ago. (laughs) 
I don't know if I would have known five years ago because we haven't had them with us for five years. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, anybody out there listening, even though it's like double the the potty breaks and double, like then that period ends and then you don't have to do it again until yeah. like way later. Right. I think the benefits outweigh the costs. I Yeah, I agree. My other pet that I had that I just have to mention and probably almost everybody that listens to this podcast knows about my sweet baby, Glenn. Oh, but I, I know my first, the best. my first ever dog that I like got on my own, living on my own. His name was Glenn. He was a great Pyrenees and he was such a baby. So sweet. So enormous. Big as head you have ever seen. <laughs> he was so cute. He was really cute. And he very tragically passed away at like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, it was pretty yeah. traumatizing for you and all of your friends too, I think. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, everybody loved him. Like, yeah. he, yeah, it was, it was traumatizing is the accurate word to use. Um, but yeah, he ended up having even, they never, we never, we didn't do like the extensive test to figure out like exactly what it is. Cause they were like, the truthfully doesn't matter. Like there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Um, but it was either like, an aggressive cancer or it was like something similar to like Crohn's disease where his body like couldn't hold on to like protein and that type of thing. So he was like really weak. And yeah, after we found out he was sick, he died like maybe like a week and a half later. It wasn't very long. Poor guy. Um, oh, yeah, it was. He was great and perfect. Okay. What is the ideal amount of pets for you? I think probably three would be my my, my go-to, but I would want all dogs. I'm not a cat person. I was person. just about to ask that. You are <laughs> I, really not a cat person. But I'm not a cat person in that I dislike cats. Like, I think they are adorable and I – it's not that I don't like them as, like, creatures necessarily. I just find them to be very suspicious. <laughs> and I'm scared of – I have a fear of them yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes because Taylor grew up with cats and so he would love to have a cat. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe if we just got a cat and I like had to be around a cat a lot, like I'd probably get over it. Cause if I've spent enough time with somebody's cat and they, you know, cause they can smell fear. So they obviously like cats love to mm-hmm. come sit on my lap. <laughs> That's real. And I can be fine. Like I'm just tense. I'm like, very aware of them on me. I'm like, are they, I don't like when they sprint around. It seems like they know <laughs> something is happening, but it's the zoomies been, just like dogs. <laughs> I know. I was going to say our friend Hannah, we were just talking about this literally like two days ago that when they do that, yeah, it's the equivalent to dogs having zoomies. I didn't grow up with cats. We didn't have mm. cats because my dad and my oldest sister um, are allergic. So we didn't ever have cats growing up. Um, so I think if we had had cats, I probably, I just would have gotten used to it. But when I see them now, I'm like, whoa, what are you, why are you running like that? What do you, what do you see? What do you know that's going on? <laughs> so basically you think the cats are smarter than you. They for sure are smarter <laughs> than me. Yes. They can see ghosts. I hate when they do that paw thing where they like flex their, they claws. flex their claws. I hate that. It seems really scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know. It's a it's totally a me thing, but I do think they're very cute. Like I'm happy to look at it. It sounds like it is a surmountable fear. Yeah. I think I probably should just get a cat. And our friend Mallory has a little cat named Sushi, which is such a great cat name. 
or just a great pet name in general. It is, yeah. And she's full grown, but she still looks like a kitten. And she, when I stayed with them for a few weeks, she like became a little obsessed with me. Like she would cry outside my door until I like let her in. And so I feel like I made some progress there. I was like, okay, Sue, we get each other. Like Mm -hmm. it's all good. She's really sweet. I love her. But it's because I spent a lot of time with her for like three weeks. And so I, yeah, I think I just need to get a cat. Yeah. It also might be better if like you got to pick out the cat and probably there's a couple, like I would not recommend you get a tortoise calico because they're notoriously like moody and temperamental, but like a tabby, tabbies are the sweetest cats, I think. Okay. They're so cute. Yeah, Um, I need, like, the golden retriever of cats. Also, I think there's something special about, like, a guy and a cat. Like, like, Taylor probably deserves a cat if he really wants one. He he really would love to have one. So, yeah. So, maybe one day in the future we'll have two dogs and a cat. I could be okay with that. Yeah. And also, think about what will happen if your dogs and your cats are best friends because that is the cutest thing in the whole world. I know. I feel like I can visualize so many pictures. Okay, well, speaking of getting new pets, what is your philosophy on training animals? Oh, man. Um, My philosophy is that you really got to go hard, like, in the beginning. Because I feel like most animals can be trained, like, fairly easily when they're little. Mm -hmm. And it just sets you up. Like for life, like their pets are wonderful when they're trained. When they're not trained, they're like such a headache 100%. most of the time. Yeah. However, I don't have the heart for training. So, like, thankfully Taylor <laughs> does, and he like, like when we got Millie, he was like watching training videos for like months and months before we got her, and was like really crazy about it. But like, I, I'm just not the alpha when it comes to pets. Like, I just want them to be happy. <laughs> So I feel like this is our parenting conversation all over again. <laughs> I, I was like, I feel like what I'm saying feels really familiar. So we might have talked about this a little bit before. Um, but yeah, like he's not, a, he was never afraid to like grab Millie by the scruff if she was like doing something bad. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm like, oh, I want her to be well trained, like I appreciate so much that she is, but I just can't be the one to do it. Oh boy. <laughs> it can't be me. <laughs> That would be hard for me as the, like, stern person in in the relationship. I'd be like, I need you to back me up, like, follow the rules, Uh because otherwise she's going to learn bad behavior. I know. I can follow the rules, but I am like, if it's like a scruff thing, like, I can't do that. I refuse. I'm like, you're hurting her. And he's like, I'm literally not hurting her. (laughs) Like, she's fine. So I've never trained a dog or, like, been around training a dog, I don't think, either. So it was funny because when we first brought the dogs into the house, they kind of wouldn't listen to him. And I think Mm -hmm. it's because he didn't know how to, like, turn that, like, stern part of his voice on. Like, you have got to be serious. It's just specific. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just funny. Like, he would try to get them to do something and they wouldn't do it. And then I would say it and they would immediately do it. (laughs) They're like, oh, okay. He's got it down now, though. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Well, and Millie definitely, like, listens to Taylor. I mean, she listens to both of us, but she listens to Taylor better than she listens mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. But it totally is. He'll be – he'll use that, like, like, kind of tough tone or whatever. And I will with her if I have to, but, like, I really never want to do it. Yeah. 
but she likes me more, and that's why. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think our dogs really prefer either of, like, they're pretty cool with both of us. Okay. I will say, though, that Clementine is one of the loves of my life, and she yeah. is so smart that I would tell her enough times to go away when I was, like, eating on the couch or doing mm-hmm. something in the kitchen and she was under my feet that she literally learned the command to go away. So now yeah, yeah, yeah. if she's, like, around the table and she's not supposed to be, I use that as, like, a command. And it was mm-hmm. a total accident. The other the, – we have a similar one like that and it's hey. And because there were, like, so many times when, you know, when you, like, want them to, like, get their attention or when you're like, hey – Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And so she knows that, like, that means stop. Pay attention. Whatever, whatever you're doing, like, quit it. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. If you could have, like, any pet, like, no no laws on, like, exotic pets, and the, it, you could, like, very easily take care of it, is there, like, some random type of animal you would love to have? Well, I feel like the important part of this is – easy like easy to take care of them yeah because i feel like that's like the problem with a lot of especially big animals because of course now i'm thinking like i would love to have a horse or a cow or an elephant (laughs) but that's like really not very doable but yeah let's yeah let's say like whatever you decided like someone would come in and take care of it for like it would be really simple yeah i think that it would probably be a toss up between an elephant or like a big cat, like a tiger. Okay. Yeah. Cause they're so dang cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. so cute. So cute. <laughs> what about you? I, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. I have seen so many videos of like, you know, like these like random people that grow up with lions or something and mm-hmm. they, like, you know, love them until they don't one day, typically. So it happens. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like the idea of like being hugged by a lion or there's this one guy who has a polar bear. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'll send you the videos. It's wow. the cutest thing, but also like terrifying because polar bears are scary. I think black bears are cute, but they're. Oh, they are. Like black and brown bears, I guess. But yeah. Bears sometimes general, scary. They're really, really cute, but. Yeah, it was like a – I think its name is like Augie or something like that. It's something with an A with the polar bear, but he worked on a film and when the polar bear was like a little a little thing, it was like on the movie or whatever. And then he ended up just like taking it home and it like wow. lives in their backyard and it swims and they swim together and like that they cuddle so all the time. Uh, but yeah, something something really big. Yeah. If it was The big animals are so cute. I know. Imagine having a tiger walking around your house. I would love that. I probably – I don't think you could have a big cat inside. I don't think I could do that at least. Yeah. It would have to be an outside cat. (laughs) You'd have to probably quadruple enforce the fence. (laughs) I mean, yeah. We would have to upgrade our fence for sure. (laughs) But um, I do think it's like maybe doable that eventually we would have either – a cow or a horse. Mm-hmm. I love cows. I think they're so cute. Yeah, but also, I, I could never have you. a meat cow. So it would have to be a dairy cow. Yeah. And I, Seb would have a whole farm if I let him. But just like the idea of having to do the upkeep on the animals and like 
you know, if you travel, you got to have somebody there to, you know, milk yeah. a cow or whatever. <laughs> like yeah, that's it's like, <laughs> not typical pet sitting. So it's a full time gig. I feel like when you have yeah. those types of types of animals, but I could totally see y'all. I think it's yeah, a possibility. Far. I don't necessarily want to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So that's something, but maybe we'll see. Well, do you have any, like, plans for the pets you want to get in the future? Like, specific plans? I know that we'll get a dog, another dog at some point, probably in a few years. I'm kind of all over the place with, like, what I, I would love a Bernese Mountain Dog. Oh, yes. They're so cute. They're so cute. I'd be okay to get a Great Pyrenees again. I'm always down to get a Golden because they're just such good dogs. I'd be down to, like, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to go – like, yeah, the Humane Society or whatever and just get something cute. I definitely always want to have at least like a medium-sized dog. I don't I don't, I don't, mess with small dogs. Um, yeah, small dogs are not my favorite either, but I will say my mom got a schnoodle and she's kind of won me over. She's very cute. I know. That's the thing is like they're so cute. And like our friend Brittany has a, a miniature schnauzer named Cooper and like I love him so much. <laughs> so I'm like if I could have just Cooper, I'd be down with that. Um, and then their other dog, Noodle, is – she's so – She's very adorable. Precious. Oh, my goodness. But I would consider her kind of medium. She's tall. She's still she's small. She's bigger she's, than Cooper. Yeah. I, I would, would I would consider her small. Okay. I think she's I small. Get, I feel like for – because of her height – and she has a big head, which is so <laughs> cute. <laughs> I, would, I would call her medium. Sometimes I would really want something that doesn't shed because Millie sheds yeah. so much – that I'm like, I can't imagine having more dog hair in our apartment. It's the whole thing. It's so much. Oh, yeah. It's really – it's like the worst part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place with what with what we would want. But as far as, like, names go, because after – so, we had Gallagher and then I had Glenn. And so, I'm, like, very attached to G names. Mm-hmm. For animals. So I feel like we'll always, once we like get more than one dog, we'll have, like, I want to name my next one Gus. Oh, that's cute. To name it and call him Gus Gus, like from Cinderella. Cinderella. (laughs) And then most recently, I work with somebody who has a dog named Pop Tart. (laughs) I love food names for dogs. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I might have to steal that one day. Um, What about you? Well, I know, I know that I want a short-haired black cat next. Uh, okay. I think I want to call it Pepper. Oh, that's great. And I know that Seb really wants an orange tabby, which I'm hoping will be a short-haired orange tabby because, again, with the hair, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've always wanted a black lab named Biscuit. I'm open to Biscuit not being a black lab, though, so okay. we'll see about that. And... I really – I like Bernie's Mountain Dogs. I love the idea of a Dalmatian. I wouldn't mind another Weimaraner because Clementine's so good. But I yeah. I will say that we're not, like, breeder people, so it would have to be, like, a rescue situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Weimaraners are so cute. They are really adorable. Ugh, man. Just give us all the dogs. Yeah. It's I funny, know. but, too, because I don't think – I or other people that have known me for a long time would consider me to be an animal person. And then all of a sudden I ended up with four pets. Right. 
Like, I'm not a crazy animal person. I'm actually a very, like, on the spectrum of crazy dog mom, I am not crazy at all. I'm, like, the person yeah. that's rolling their eyes when people dress their dogs up. I I do remember when y'all were here and we were walking around and either myself or Taylor was like, I wonder what Millie's doing. <laughs> we're like, oh, we miss her. And you were like, this is how I know that like, you're more <laughs> of like a dog person than I am because yeah. you are literally thinking about your dog when you're not with them. And you're like, I just don't really do that. Like, I love them and I – I'm always whatever. happy to see them, but I know totally. that they're probably having a great time at the lake while I'm traveling, yeah, so. Totally. Yeah, they're living living it up out there. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. Well, we would absolutely love to hear all about your pets. So please email us with any good dog stories, cat stories, other other pet stories, good names that you're excited to use, whatever. Pictures. We want to hear it. We would oh. love to see pictures. Oh, we would absolutely love pics. Yeah. You can email us at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at lightheartedpod. Talk to you soon. See ya.